Hello, everyone. Rob Wolf from The Loan Factory, and you are listening to The Lone Wolf Podcast, or you're watching my video on my YouTube channel, also called The Lone Wolf Podcast, but that's loan spelled L-O-A-N as in borrow money. I am a loan officer here in the sunshine state of Florida, where I live, just outside of Clearwater, but I'm also a licensed loan officer in Colorado and Pennsylvania. I'm in the ABC business, always be communicating, so you can reach me anytime, uh, rob.wolf at loanfactory.com, or here, call me on my cell, 727-366-5722. I always tell people, because I'm in the ABC business, I'm available after 5 o'clock and even on the weekends. Uh, This is a podcast. Today, it's just me, but... If you want to be a guest and use that for marketing purposes on your own uh, web channel or web page, whatever it may be, uh, hit me up. And uh, I'm assuming you're in the real estate business of some sorts, maybe a title company, could be a contractor, uh, worker that does repairs on homes or whatever, but we could work something out and do a podcast together. Okay, Uh, I do uh, throw these out uh, Wednesdays at nine o'clock. And if you miss one, no problem. Just, you know, go to my Google uh, the Lone Wolf podcast, and you'll see it pop up and you can see previous uh, episodes. Okay, so this podcast, I'm going to talk about a fee sheet. Okay, this is not your CD, your closing disclosure. I did a video on that uh, a few weeks or months ago. The CD, the closing disclosure, you're already committed to a lender, you're locked into a loan, uh, but this is before that. Okay, this is really, this podcast is really for the buyers out there that are just getting started. And they want to know what lender A, B, and C are going to charge to process the loan. Because it's not just the interest rate that you're after. And I know that's the, the primary focus of most people. And it should be because a difference of a quarter point an interest on a loan for 30 years and you're borrowing four or $500,000 adds up to a lot of money. Okay. But in a competitive market, chances are lender A, B, and C, they're all going to charge the same rate. It's the other fees that you need to look out for. And you as a buyer are probably unaware of those. And that's my goal is to educate you. And if you don't understand something, give me a call. And I'll, and I'll explain it to you. Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to change screens here. And I'm going to put up a fee sheet. So those on a podcast, I'll try to uh, visualize a picture. Uh, and I'll say which sections are on the fee sheet uh, that will help you out so that, you know, you'll, you'll know what we're talking about. So I guess for starters... If you're dealing with a lender that does not give a fee sheet, I got to be honest, that's probably a red flag. Uh, These are pretty accessible. I'm totally transparent. My company is transparent. Um, So this should not be a problem with with other lenders. So the the beginning here is, is the snapshot. Now, because I don't have an application and most buyers are just in the beginning stages and they don't want to fill out multiple applications, I'm going to ask a couple questions. And obviously I want to know what's the property worth, how much you're going to put down. 
what you think your credit score is. And if you don't know, then I'll just throw a number out there. Um, what type of property it is. Is this a single family home, a condo, a mobile home or manufactured home? Uh, is it a duplex? Uh, are you the primary owner? Is this a primary property? These are all things that factor in to the rate. Now, in this fee sheet, this is for somebody that is going to live in it, their primary house. They're going to put 20% down. It's a $700,000 property. That's the estimate. And I'm going to put a 759 FICO score. Uh, it's a conventional loan. And I would always ask, are you a W-2 employee or are you self-employed? And if they say, if they say self-employed, I'm going to tell them right there, you're probably not going to get a conventional loan, meaning through Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. They're, they, they're probably going to have to go the non-QM route. And those interest rates tend to be higher because it's through private lenders. Okay, that's a different conversation. But for this example, uh, we're, we're looking at a conventional loan. Okay, and it would be a 30-year fixed. And I've, I've got this at 6.625%. Okay, so the first section you're going to look at, and it's probably one of the more important sections as a buyer, is Section A, the origination charges. This is what your lender is charging you to take care of the loan. Okay, and there's lots of fees that could be here that you need to watch out for. So in this example, there's an underwriting fee. Think of that as the administrative fee for the person uh, to handle the loan. I'm a broker. So in this example, I'm going to use Rocket Mortgage. This is what I, I came up with. There's other lenders out there I use, but Rocket is the one I mostly use. They charge $1,050 for underwriting. This could vary anywhere from $1,050. Uh, some lenders are $1,500. Banks tend to charge around the $1,300, $1,500 range. I've seen some as much as $1,700, $1,800, but those are private lenders. So you as a buyer, okay, take a look at that underwriting fee. And then in my example, we have an origination fee. Okay, this is how much my company, Loan Factory, uh, is charging to originate it. Okay, so in this case, it's it's four thousand, just under $4,000. Now, because I'm using Rocket Mortgage, they will give Loan Factory or the borrower credits that they can use to cover some of these charges. So if you look in Section J, you want to see, are there any lender credits that I'm getting? And in this example, yeah, that's $4,670 worth of credits. And it's also up in the top area where it says lender credit 0.834%. So that 4670 is almost covering the origination plus the underwriting fee. Okay, so when you're comparing lender A, B, and C, make sure that you're you're looking at those because that's that's going to get you your biggest bang for the buck, assuming it's all the same interest rate. Now the next section, no, let me back up. Other fees that you'll see here in the origination could be a processing fee. Okay. Loan factory, we we don't charge a processing fee. We eat that. <laughs> um, 
Some could, some, some lender or some loan officers could. Uh, most of the processing fees are anywhere from about $800 to $1,200. So make sure that that's not in there. Also, uh, you want to see if there's any discount points uh, to get that rate. So like this 6.625, I could get this person at 6%, but they're going to have to pay points to get that rate. And that would be a fee in here. Okay. So hopefully you, you, you understand that. Um, that's about it. There, there, there might be, oh yes, there, there's another fee. I, I saw just the other week, uh, a guy showed me his fee sheet from another lender. Of course I didn't get the business, but anyway, I still educated him. There was an attorney fee in there and it was hefty. It was about $2,300. And I, I, explained to my uh, friend, the buyer, I said, ask your lender about that because we don't use attorneys here in Florida. It's not necessary. Uh, some states it is, it's required, but uh, you know, keep an eye on that. Okay, so let's go to the other fees. These are fees I'm more or less just educating you on. They're pretty much going to be the same. There's a couple in here I want you to look out for, and I'll, I'll point those out. But there's not going to be much variation. These are the other parties involved in the real estate transaction that need to get paid. Okay. So, and I'll go over that. Um, so here, you can't shop for these fees. You know, we're, we're checking to see, you know, or the title companies, you know, they're checking floods and, you know, the MERS fee that goes into the, uh, the Realtors Association. Uh, that's automatic. The two fees I want you to look out for right there, appraisal fee and credit report. Okay, appraisals for a single family home, they're going to be six to $800. Now, obviously, the bigger the home, the, the bigger the appraisal. And if the house is worth a lot of money, I forget the specific number. I think it's like $1.2 million, maybe over a million. You have to get two appraisals, okay? Um, if it's a condominium, it, you might get lucky, only 500 bucks. But look, look there, make sure the appraisal fee seems to be a, a good number and the credit report. I saw one that they were asking $170 for a credit report. I thought that was excessive uh, because it was a single buyer. If it was, you know, uh, a husband and wife, they got to pull two credits. Uh, okay, $170. I thought it's still a little high. But anyway, keep an eye on that one. Uh, that, that might be a, a, a fee that you want to keep an eye on. Section C, this is all the title company, what they're doing in the background. Now, I'm not going to go into great detail of each one of these charges because most title uh, companies, you know, the, the fees are set. But keep this in mind. Think of the title of your mortgage like your car. You want a clean title. You don't want to buy a car from somebody that says clear title, or I don't even know the term on a title for a car, but let's just say it's clear. And that was in a flood in New Orleans three years before. Okay. That's what the title company's doing. Okay. Not only are they going to handle the deed and, uh, and, and title and transfer those over, but they're also checking the property lines. Okay. Is that, is there, is there any like easements, you know, there that they have to look out for? They're checking to make sure, are there any permits that are still outstanding? Did some contractor 
do some work on the house and he never went back to the county and closed out the, the permit. Okay. Are there any liens on the house? Yeah, believe it or not, maybe there's a contractor. Five years ago, he did work and the homeowner never paid. And so he filed a lien against the house. And that's that's one th that's another thing the title company's looking for. Okay. So that's section C, the title work. And then obviously D, we're adding all that up. So we're up to 10,494. Then section E, this transfer taxes. Here in Florida, the buyer pays, it's about four-tenths of 1% to transfer that. That's where the Florida government gets paid. I think on the seller side, it's, it's a lot more. But anyway, that's what that transfer tax is because the government, they, they want to get their money. I, I've only been licensed in Florida, so I don't know how it compares to other states. But I've been told that might be on the higher side of other states. So ah, just keep that in mind. Uh, prepaids. Keep in mind, you're, you're going to have to watch this because each lender is guessing. And that's all we're, we're guesstimating at what home insurance is. I can tell you this is a low estimate. Anyone that lives in Florida, there's no way you're going to get home insurance for $2,000 on a $700,000 property. Honestly, that's probably about half. Uh, of what home insurance would be on a $700,000 property. Um, so keep an eye on that. And this is a full year's premium you're paying up front. Okay, so keep that in mind uh, when, when you're shopping around. The next one is prepaid interest. I think most lenders do this. They put the 15th as a, a default because when you take out a mortgage, you're going to have to start paying interest as soon as you sign. So in this example, they're paying 15 days worth of interest, meaning to get them to the rest of the month. So I always tell people, here's a little trick. If you're a buyer, see if you can close towards the end of the month, because then you'll only be paying maybe a couple hundred dollars in interest charges as opposed to $1,500 here. Okay. So keep that in mind. Mortgage insurance, because this buyer is putting 20% down, there is no mortgage insurance. But if there was less than 20%, you would see a number here. Okay. Property taxes uh, for three months. They want three months in reserve. Now, property taxes here in Florida, I always tell people, I guesstimate 1.2% of the value of your property. Okay. Again, that's an estimate. But that's a it's a pretty fair estimate to, to, to keep in mind. And I always tell people... Um, when you're looking at Zillow or Realtor.com and you see what the previous owner was paying in real estate taxes, don't believe that. It could be accurate. I'm not saying it's false, but here in Florida, you get homesteaded once you've been living in your primary house for a year. So then your real estate taxes can only go up a certain amount of money per year. And that's been a huge benefit for the homeowners the last five years, because as you know, uh, or may, you may not know, real estate has gone through the roof the last five, six years here in Florida. I mean, properties have more than doubled in five years. So the people that do not live here full time, the snowbirds, their taxes have doubled, if not more, uh, rather than people that live here in Florida where it's capped. OK, so um, now this is they want three months. And if we go over to G. They are not requiring escrow 
or more of homeowners or property taxes. It depends on when you're going to close, what time of the year the lenders will require more or less money. I've seen some where they want a full year plus three months worth of home insurance and property taxes. So, you know, keep that in mind when when you're looking to make sure the lenders are guesstimating uh, the right numbers. But again, the home insurance is going to be up to you because you're going to have to shop your 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 home insurance. OK, uh, but uh, try to see if, if all lenders are in the ballpark and just put a number in there so that you know that, you know, you're comparing apples to apples. And so then the sum of this whole section is 8623. So between this 10494-8623, we've got $19,117. But again, we have that lender credit from Rocket. And so in this example, the buyer would need to bring $14,447.16 to the table, uh, to the closing table. Uh, and they're not actually going to bring that to the table. That's what they're going to wire into the title company or whatever, where the escrow is held because uh, we don't do cashier's checks anymore. Now, I will say uh, in closing, this fee sheet is a snapshot of a certain day on a certain time. Okay, for those that are unaware, the mortgage rates are like the stock market. They change daily. And depending on when you're asking a lender, okay, that's the snapshot of that day. And especially the lender credits here of 4670, I could do this the next day and that could be 4100. Okay, so it, it, it really depends on what time. So when you're shopping around, um, if I give you this on Monday and you call another lender on Thursday or Friday, well, those numbers could be skewed a lot different. Okay, but most important, you want to make sure you, you got the right interest rate and you're looking at those at those other fees. Okay, so hopefully this gave you a good education of what to expect. And I, I kept it under uh, the 30 minutes, well under the 30 minutes. And like I said, if you have any questions or concerns, uh, send me an email, send me a question, give me a call. I'd be more than happy. I, I love helping people and, um, you know, keep an eye on those fees. And hopefully you get into home ownership and hopefully use me as a as a as a broker uh, to get you the best uh, deal out there. OK, folks, have a great day. And again, uh, check me out on my podcast, my YouTube channel. I'd be more than happy to help out. All right, folks, take care.